You're listening to What If We Loved Podcast, a show about building up the church through love, sonship, and healing. Here are your hosts and founders of Love Inside Out Ministries, Bruce and Shay Mason. Welcome to episode 14 of the What If We Loved Podcast. It's great to be back with you all. We've got, as always, Janie and Shay and Bruce. How are you guys doing today? Good. Good. Hey, everyone. It's a beautiful day in North Carolina. Yeah. Heading to the 90s today. Yeah. What's that? 90. Gosh. It's 90 right now. 90 right now. Mm-hmm. Heading up. Yeah. I, I like it. It's not upstate New York weather anymore. Nope. That's where we used to live. <laughs> it's snowing in Denver today, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Crazy. I know. Well, today we wanted to talk about a topic that... Um, really came up rather organically as we were talking, uh, Janie, you were, said you had a conversation back at, at yeah. home and then we were talking about it together and it's something that not only does the world struggle with it, but we Christians struggle with it as well. And that's the subject of jealousy or another way uh, is of calling it as envy. Mm. And what is jealousy? What is envy? And why is it a problem? And what is God's desire for us? How can we live in love instead of living in jealousy? How can we live in contentment? Because yeah. at the end of the day, jealousy and contentment are opposite sides of the coin. And if God's desire for us is to live in contentment, to live in peace, Jealousy is really a very discordant note yeah. in that. And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And our hope and, and prayer is that uh, together we can really explore how we can live in contentment, even if things around us in our lives aren't looking so great, or if we're looking at the lives of others and thinking, wow, they seem to have got it all together. Or, or have it easy. They have right? it easy. Yeah. I am. Um, I'd love to start by just um, looking at a definition of envy and jealousy, because mm. um, there's a subtle difference between the two. They're very closely related, but envy means discontented longing for someone else's advantages. Jealousy means unpleasant suspicion or apprehension of rivalship. And so both of them, I think, really come from a place of not trusting what God has for us. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and it's so easy to fall into those things, um, you know, and even within ministry mm-hmm. yeah. to look at, at how someone else is, you know, they're managing to reach more people or get more funding or, you know, there's a, a million different ways we can look at it. Oh, look, they got interviewed on this podcast. Well, how come we can't get ourselves out there? It's a real temptation, um, even for those of us who, who have been walking with Jesus for a long time. Yeah, let's get to those those areas of jealousy uh, in a minute. But let me read from uh, James. This is helpful. It gives us a, a sense of not only God's desire, but the problems that jealousy or envy mm. can cause. And this is from James chapter three, actually it's going to bleed over into chapter four as well. But James writes this, who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by their deeds done in the humility that comes from wisdom. 
But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it or deny the truth. Such wisdom, it's in quotes there, mm-hmm. does not come down from heaven, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where you have envy and selfish ambition, there you'll find disorder and every evil practice. Hmm. But the wisdom that comes from heaven is, first of all, pure and peace-loving, considerate, submissive, full of mercy and good fruit, impartial and sincere. Peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness. And he goes on and says, What causes fights and quarrels among you? Don't they come from your desires that battle within you? You desire, but do not have. So you kill. You covet, but you cannot get what you want. So you quarrel and fight. You do not have because you do not ask God. And when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. And then he says this to you, adulterous people. Don't you know that friendship with the world means enmity against God? Therefore, anyone who chooses to be a friend of the world becomes an enemy to God. Or do you, and this is interesting, he says, or do you think scripture says without reason that he jealously longs for the spirit he has caused to dwell in us, but he gives us more grace? It's an interesting flip on the word jealousy there. Mm-hmm. So envy causes all kinds of disorder. It causes fights. It causes quarrels. There's jealousy. There's something about jealousy that is really damaging to our relationship with one another and our relationship with God and to God. Yeah. And our ability to stay in that place that God has us, like contentment and peace mm-hmm. is yeah. how he's designed for us to live so freely. Jealousy is like the biggest dagger to that mm-hmm. because you can't live in peace if you're constantly looking around and saying, who has it mm-hmm. better than me? And why don't I have it as good? And why, you know, why isn't God taking care of me? Yeah. I thought it was really interesting in that verse how every time it said envy, it said, did it say self-seeking? And selfish ambition. Selfish ambition. I was like, well, those go together. And they do hand in hand, aren't they? They really do. And when when we discover envy or jealousy lurking in our heart, we know that there is a death to self that needs to happen. And as we were praying before starting the podcast, Bruce just had a word that we should take some time to examine our own hearts before we do this. Yeah, and um, that's very true. And I mean, I will say I have been in a place for the last week or so of heart examination because I realized I was feeling really agitated about something and and I wasn't sure what it was. There was a lack of contentment, mm-hmm. which isn't really normal for me these days. And um, And I realized that I was really getting caught up in looking at um on social media you know it's super easy to get caught up in jealousy or envy if we're spending too much time on social media but as a writer obviously i follow a lot of other writers and seeing people have great success with their books and you know i legitimately there's a part of me that legitimately wants to be happy and celebrate everyone's success but there was this little part of me that was Mm -hmm. like why are my book sales down? Why haven't I been feeling like things have been going well these last mm-hmm. couple of months? And it's funny because my book's been out there now over a year and I haven't really dealt with that at all. I've been completely content. And then all of a sudden this little seed of something came in mm. and made me check my book sales constantly. And I felt very convicted by the Lord that 
you know, I was really looking at other people's success with, with envy mm-hmm. and it was starting to eat at me and it was not, it was not a good thing. And he really made it clear that I needed to, to back off social media. I needed to stop checking my book sales mm-hmm. because fundamentally he's going to reach whoever he wants to reach exactly. with my book. Mm-hmm. I did my part when he told me to right. write it and he put the story on my heart and now it's in his hands. Mm-hmm. And so I really wasn't trusting him and it was robbing me of my contentment. And, and it was, it was a, a conviction that there was another part of myself that needed to die. Mm. Yeah. Cause if you were just looking for selfish ambition where you're like, I want to succeed in the world. It doesn't matter to me if God has his way or if God does what he wants with my book. All that matters to me is that I'm recognized. Like you're not like this, but if you were <laughs> like this, then jealousy is second nature. Right. And I think it's so toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. When I, I feel like when I was talking about jealousy last night, you know, at home, I just felt like I was trying to get to the root of it. And for me, I was like, it's really that fear that mm-hmm. you can't, that you're not going to get what God has for you, that you're not going to reach yeah. your own destiny if someone else is reaching theirs. And it, it doesn't make sense when you think of it. It doesn't, it has nothing to do with your own destiny. Yeah. And, but also I think that jealousy is a really clear sign that we have some kind of idolatry in our lives mm-hmm. because if we're so focused on that success and of getting to where we want to go mm-hmm. and then we see other people getting there and we're not surrendered to okay god i'm just gonna do what you put in my path i'm gonna journey with you and i know that you're going to bring the right things and you're going to put me in the places you want to put me and that's mm-hmm. all that matters to me yeah that's living free from idolatry if you're living with idolatry, you're constantly focused on the attention you're getting. You're constantly focused on the wealth you're getting. And you're yeah. also focused on how other people have more. Mm-hmm. You're serving the idol. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and taking matters into your own hands because the world will say, oh, well, there's a way you can fix that. There's a way you can do better with that. And, and I could easily say, oh, well, I'm just going to up my marketing. I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. I'm going to make sure I get myself out there more. You know, and honestly, even even in Christian circles, there's a lot of push for that. And it's easy to take the bait. Yeah. But I know that when I step into a place where I'm trying to really market myself, I don't feel at ease. Like it doesn't feel like what God's doing. Yeah. yeah. So maybe he is doing that for some other people. Like we're not saying marketing's bad. Right. And some people have a gift with that, which yeah. is great. Mm-hmm. But if he's if you're just feeling this unrest, then that's obviously yeah. what, not what God's telling yeah, you. Yeah, that's that's not who, who I am. I'm not, he just didn't, he didn't wire me to be the great marketer and I don't feel comfortable in that. And what's the question of how are we living our lives? Are we living our lives constantly measuring ourselves against other people, what they have, what they, right. what their gifts are, what they can accomplish, what they have accomplished, what, um, what we perceive our life to look like in comparison to theirs. And if we do that, we're, we're in part vicariously trying to live through them, through them, their experiences, their right. accomplishments, their success, whatever it is that we're, we're looking at and we're, we're envying or we're jealous of And that then prevents us from actually being who we are. Right. And, and experiencing what God has for us, right. which mm-hmm. is unique mm-hmm. and special. And frankly, I don't want to miss out on what God has for me mm-hmm. by assuming that I can get something better myself. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I just sense, you know, God would say to us, why do you want to live another person's life 
Mm. When I've given you your life mm. and your life is unique to you and you're a unique person. And so draw close to me so that I can show you who you are yeah. and what I've given to you because you, and we've talked about this a number of times. I'm not sure if we've talked about this on the podcast, but each person, maybe we have, but each person is created uniquely. So we each are created in a way that we are a facet of who God is. So we reflect who God is uniquely. So if we begin to covet or envy the way someone else is reflecting God, then what we're doing is essentially denying who God has made us to be. Denying. And it's like trying to create a false reflection. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Which is really that. not, that's never God's desire. Mm. I, I love in, um, in Narnia, and um, anyone who knows me will know mm. I'm a huge, huge fan of C.S. Lewis and Narnia, and Bruce and I reread them every few years, all of the books. Um, but in The Horse and His Boy, um, Aslan says something that I think is, is really profound. Child, said the lion, I am telling you your story, not hers. No one has told any story but their own. Mm -hmm. I just love that because it's it's such a great reminder that we don't have to worry about someone else's story that God's writing because it's it's their own. It's different. It's unique. Mm -hmm. And he loves us enough that he's writing our own unique story as well. Yeah. Yeah. So like having trust in that, but then also letting go of the anger you can have mm-hmm. that someone else is getting. Yeah. But especially if you think that they don't deserve it. Right. And I, we were talking about that before this mm-hmm. podcast of, what do you do when you feel like someone doesn't deserve it or someone isn't, you know, it's not just, it's not fair. Right. And I think ultimately then we also have the opportunity to go to God and say, you know, God, who am I to be saying this? And ultimately it's on you, you know, on God saying Mm -hmm. it to God, it's on you to correct someone. Right. It's on you to bring people to safety and to lead your people. And my job is just to, wish the, wish for everyone that they get to experience God fully. Mm-hmm. That's all I can do. Right. You know? And so leaving it to God to really sort out his people and not thinking I need to put them straight. Mm-hmm. I need to tell everyone right. not to follow them. I need to tell everyone that they're awful. Like, <laughs> right. And we, we see that happening in the body of Christ, but yeah. I just, you know, I think when we go into that place where we're like, well, that's not fair. Why does that person get that? And I know that they have sin in their life. Then we put ourselves in, in a place of judgment. And well, it's getting, a, the, getting the log out of your own eye. Right. Yeah. And, point, and it's you know. sitting in that place is a very dangerous place to sit. And you might be right. That's the thing. It's like, it doesn't mean you're wrong that they're not. You, you know, might they be might aware be of sin, sin in their life. <laughs> but what I think the main thing is, what's your posture in dealing with it? Mm. Because are you giving it to God and saying, God, I trust you. And if mm. you can use this person even in the midst of this to bring people to God or to use their gifts, then wonderful. And I, I ask that you just help them in this, mm-hmm. or are you taking it onto yourself and getting angry that things aren't fair? Right. You know, what's your posture? Definitely. It's all, it all comes back to heart posture all the time. <laughs> yeah. The whole, well, the whole issue here is, is an issue of the heart. Yeah. This is with all of this is what is the condition of our heart? Is our heart is the container of our heart, um, able to receive the love that God has for us so that we can actually see who we are, who who he is, how we've been uniquely made and created and how whatever another person does or doesn't do, it doesn't do really has no bearing in ultimately on 
our own relationship with God. And so when we spend time jealous of others or because of that judging others or examining others' behaviors or in any way focusing or even making an idol, because we make idols of other people. Absolutely. I spent a lot of my life as a kid always having one, there's always one person that I, that I thought I want to be like that person. So I idolized them and I was jealous of them. I look back now and think, I did, why in the world? But you know, that's the way it is. And that had also something to do with, with my own lack of I, knowing who I was. So there, there's that going on as well. But a jealous heart is a heart that doesn't know the true comfort of the Lord doesn't know. Um, and it may just be a part of our heart, it may not be our whole heart, but it's a part of us that doesn't actually believe or know or realize that we are actually really loved and are unique and precious yeah. to God. Well, there's a part of all of us that wants to be seen and wants to be heard. Mm -hmm. But when we know that we are seen and heard and most importantly, loved by our heavenly father, then mm -hmm. we don't feel as much of a need to go out and seek that from worldly sources. Yeah. It's that whole, again, dying to selfish ambition yeah. Yeah. or trying to, we all have so much temptation with it, Yeah, but if we can truly give it to God and be okay, just chasing God alone, then I really feel like a lot of our jealousy will just be taken away from us even without mm -hmm. trying. Like if we're just focused on Ah, that's one of my favorite things is yeah. if you focus on Jesus, surrender will come. Yeah. And it's one of the things that someone told me years ago and I live by because if you're so focused, on, I got to get rid of this jealousy. I got to free myself from this jealousy. It can feel really daunting mm -hmm. because it is a heart matter. But if you just look at Jesus mm -hmm. and give your life fully to him, it's like that surrender just comes. Your He's heart the one just that orders free. everything. Uh -huh. Yeah. Well, it's the it's when the fruit of the spirit are made manifest in your life not by something you do, but by his love dwelling within you, then your heart that is filled with love naturally wants the betterment of the other person, naturally mm -hmm. wants that, that other person to succeed, re actually rejoices with them and what they have, what they're experiencing instead of seeing it as, oh, I want that. It's, oh, I'm so happy for them. Yeah, I'm so happy for them so that when we see, you know, let's put it in the church context and we see maybe somebody who has a spiritual gift that we really, really want, but we don't move or operate in instead of saying, oh, God, why can't I have it? It's rather praise God that you gave them that gift and that people can be blessed mm -hmm. and that they can that. serve. Yeah, they can serve the body. And mm -hmm. I mean, even what's that with the verse that we were talking about before this, where even if someone is doing it you know, not with the best intentions or if you wrong feel motives. like that, wrong motives. Yeah, and, Philippians? Yeah, is that Philippians, yeah, it's Philippians 1, um, yeah. starts with 15. It just says, it is true that some preach Christ out of envy or rivalry, but others out of goodwill. So there's that difference. The latter do so out of love, knowing that I am put here for the defense of the gospel. The former preach God, Christ out of the selfish ambition, not sincerely, supposing that they can stir up trouble for me when I'm in chains. So I guess Paul was really feeling the front of this. Yeah. Um, 18. But what does it matter? The important thing is that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is preached. And because of this, I rejoice. So if we're really totally looking to God and allowing him to be in our hearts, I feel like we're going to be so happy 
that mm-hmm. someone's using their gift right. and serving the body. I mean, what freedom Paul must have had to be able to be like, well, oh yeah, they're they're causing me problems. Mm-hmm. I don't actually trust their motives, mm-hmm. but what's it to me? You know, like I trust that God's going to get His word out there, and you know, may He use me however He uses me. It's not my position to judge the motives of others' hearts. That's mm. there's great freedom in that. Yeah, it's um. It's amazing what jealousy can do in the church in terms of creating competition, creating um, such division. Paul saw it in the Corinthian church as people were following Paul or Apollos, or he's like, oh, you're saying you're following all these different people, but what's the most important? Who who are you supposed to be following? You know, it's, right. it's Jesus. And that's um, that's been a struggle that the church has had for so long, and yet how how is the how's the body been designed you know if we read ephesians and paul what what is the intended working of the body it's to build one another up in love yeah and jealousy and selfish ambition and and envy and all these things do exactly the opposite they tear the body apart which is why satan is so delighted when we are jealous of one another Mm. or envy one another because he knows the destruction that can come. But thankfully, as Paul puts it, we now live by the spirit. We don't live by the law anymore. We don't live by um, the flesh. We try not to, at least. Yeah. <laughs> I think it still happens. But we have this other way of living. It's living by the spirit. And the spirit, by his very nature, brings unity brings oneness, brings love for one another. And Jesus, what was Jesus's prayer? He said, a new command I give you, you know, love one another as I have loved you. He didn't say envy one another, be jealous of one another because I was jealous of you. Well, not, that's not what he said, was it? He, he wanted us to know the joy and the peace and the contentment that comes from living in love. Mm-hmm. And that's his hope for us, that will build each other up, that will rejoice with one another, that will experience his contentment, that we won't live another person's life, but we'll live the unique, incredible life that he's given to us, and that we will know joy, joy that flows from that. So what do you think? Should we pray? Well, I feel, I actually feel like a lot of freedom. (laughs) I I knew, because I was just praying, I was like, God, Free me from all of myself and like my selfish ambition. And I was just seeing like, I could be so much more free. I always, I felt free before, but I really feel like Mm. God was already kind of when we were talking, you know, I just, I actually just feel like, wow, just free me from selfish ambition. This is a thorn in people. Like Mm. it's in me. I just want to be completely free from it. So that's awesome. Yeah, it's in me too. I, I completely agree with you. It's very easy to look at other people's ministries and look at other people's lives and look at other people's abilities and all that stuff, but it just doesn't matter. I mean, it matters for them, but it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter yeah. for us other than we bless and rejoice and, yeah. and then recognize all the ways that we have been blessed. Because mm-hmm. I guarantee you could come up with a really long list of ways. I'm speaking to everybody here, <laughs> not just us here, but those listening. In fact, even maybe encourage you to do that. Yeah. Go 
take out a piece of paper and go through that. Just make a list of all the ways that you have been blessed by God in your life. Mm. And I suspect you'll be amazed Mm. at what God has given you. And then trust him for the rest. You know, if you see lack, then trust him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But gratitude really does mm-hmm. change yeah. our heart posture. <laughs> Absolutely. Jenny, do you want to close us out in prayer? I was thinking the same thing. Sure. Yeah, Jesus, we give you our hearts and we're just, we repent for all the ways that we have selfish ambition and, and we want to be so free from any of these poisons that we have that we think are helping us get forward. But God, all we need is you. Our only forward is you. Release us of all of these bad thoughts that we have and help us in moving forward towards our true destiny, which is to live in freedom, to live in the heart posture of being your daughter, being your son, to truly be free. We bless all the people that we have been jealous of. We bless them to have exactly the destiny that you have for them. We ask that if we are bitter, God, that you do the correcting if you need to do it. But otherwise, we just trust that we don't know everything. We trust that you are the one who knows and that you can still use broken vessels to bring about good things. Just like Paul said, you know, it doesn't really matter if someone's doing it with bad intentions. Your gospel be preached, Jesus. We just want your gospel to be preached Mm -hmm. and we trust you. Yeah, we trust you. Mm -hmm. So help us in our journey with this. Show us parts of our hearts that aren't perfectly aligned with this, you know, selflessness or anything that's broken within us. Can you just guide us in that? And we give our hearts to you and we love you so much. And we just want for your name to be preached and for you to live in our hearts fully with no other junk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Thank you, Jesus. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Well, just a little uh, teaser for our next podcast we've got some very special guests coming maybe i won't reveal that right now <laughs> so we are going to have some guests on the next podcast and i uh, hope you'll keep on listening we love um being able to offer this to y'all and and we pray that you'll um really be blessed that your hearts will receive everything that god has for you so till next time god bless To learn more about the ministry, go to loveinsideout.org. If you liked this episode, please consider donating at loveinsideout.org forward slash donate. Thank you so much for listening and have a blessed week.